Hello, hello. Yes. Hello. Good evening. Good evening. Welcome to yes. another Wednesday. Yes, this is season 11, episode 14 of Let's Have a Fifi. I cannot believe it. Uh, more than 10 years of your Wednesday night conversation. Welcome to Let's Have a Fifi. I'm Felicia Fifi Minor. And over um, there, looking like a fairy tale character. I'm Freddie Prince Charming, and yes, this is my real hair. <laughs> you, you had that much hair even growing on your. Chin. I'm on a new like hair restoring like treatment, um, and this is the results of two days worth. You're welcome. Two days worth. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm gonna call bullshit. On it just that. <laughs> wow. Wow. No. Look, I need to know Two that secret worth. there. <laughs> Two days worth, my long flowing locks. You know, there'll be some black girls that will want to know what the hell you did to get yes. that hair. <laughs> <laughs> but it only grows out like this. You can't change it. This is what you get. Doesn't I mean, I know some. It doesn't matter who you like, are, this is the okay. hair you get. Like, that's just what it is. <laughs> they would be okay with that. You can be Japanese, you use it, and all of a sudden you've got long, straight blonde hair. <laughs> this is my hair too then Shoot. Uh, <laughs> uh, with that being said uh, let's welcome our special guest actor, entertainer, and host Kathy Blaze Jefferson yeah. Ooh, hello there everyone yeah. where's our sound effects <laughs> yeah that's go. terrible <laughs> <laughs> But you had uh, a fabulous intro, though. Yes. I wonder who did that. Mm. Me, I did it. Uh, With this hair. <laughs> See, I'm going to have to get some of that hair if it does intros like that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, with, oh my God. We, oh, mm-mm. Okay. Uh, you can get exclusive content. We'll be talking to Kathy later, so you can get exclusive content later on. Um, and um, you can find that on patreon.com slash let's have a fifi. Um, and we'd like to thank our patrons. We'd like to thank uh, Brandon, D, Drake Jensen, Casey Starr, Carrie, and Corey, Kim, Joan, Leanne, Nicole, and Shannon for supporting us on the Patreon. We appreciate you. Even more than you know. Uh, special thanks to uh, Success Boutique and LC Designs, as well as Wigs of a Kind for supporting us as well. You too can support us by tipping and sponsoring us at PayPal. I'm not wearing... One, I'm not terrible. I'm not wearing like wigs or jewelry from makeup. Yes, but wigs and jewelry, no, not today. Wigs and jewelry are compliments of the the hair and the necklace was actually from Dylan, and then the earrings are from Amazon. Yay! Oh, the Amazon. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) And um, (laughs) you can text L H A F to six zero two seven three zero. 7379 for text alerts about the show. And if you're on Facebook, uh, be sure to tap that star and 
Uh, every time you give us a star, we get like a penny for every star. <laughs> it adds up. We have $7.19 so far this year. <laughs> you too can support a drag king and a drag queen somehow. Yeah. <laughs> $7.19. Uh, it's fine. Uh, we'd like to it's thank fine. folks like DJ Image, uh, Eddie Omega, Emily, and Laura Renfro for dropping the coinage on the face of books. How was your weekend? I'm trying to figure out how to share this video, and it's not letting me do oh, it. Well, um, <clears throat> my weekend was actually fairly uneventful. Oh. Um, we did manage to get some Friday the 13th tattoos, which was kind of cool. Um, just sort of happen chance. We, we weren't going to be able to, and then we happened to like walk by a place and I guess I was nice enough that they were originally they they like they were already booked up, but they let us hang out for a little bit, so we ended up getting some. Um, and oh, then man. sex trivia was on Saturday. It's always a good time. And then it was, it was packed. Like it. Oh my god! Yes, it was full, full, full. Like people were standing. It was it was great. Um, but I mean, I basically just enjoyed the rainy weekend. I had a, a day off on Monday um, mm -hmm. because like, a couple years ago, I think CVS decided to start uh, recognizing uh, Martin Luther King Day, which is good. Um, good for them. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, I had I had a day off on Monday and I got my hair cut and just kind of didn't do much. I was actually able to mm -hmm. kind of enjoy the, the rainy weather, which I was not mad about. Yes. <sighs> um, How so, was your weekend? Uh, oh, I am I, trying to like, I, I'm also like trying to get back into the habit of like trying to walk every day. I used to walk all the time, all the time. And I had your legs fell off. I got lazy because I don't need to walk my dogs anymore. I just let them out in the backyard. Like I don't need to oh, physically right. walk them. So I'm trying to like, I'm trying to get back into the habit. Wednesdays, I don't do it. And then when it's like when it's raining, obviously, I can't really. You know, but I'm trying to get back into the habit of like after work, as soon as I log out, I go and put like shoes on and then go and, and you know, and, and do the thing. So um, it's I'm, I'm trying to do that because, you know, I am of a certain age. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, everything hurts and I'm dying. And it's because I'm in my mid forties. So well, remember you know. to do your stretching. <laughs> I, see, and that's the other thing too. I'm terrible at that. So I need to get like, we, we need to replace our yoga mat. So that's on the mm -hmm. list to do so that we can actually start stretching and things because my lower back is fucking killing me when uh. I breathe. So it's like, it's one of those things where I'm like, okay, I get it. I get it. I'm middle-aged. I get it. You don't have to, like, keep reminding me. Uh, how was your weekend, Kathy? Did you do anything interesting? Did you have a day off on Monday? I did. I, uh, You know what? I just Netflixed and watched movies this weekend. Fan-fucking-tastic. I, um, I try not to plan things because um, when I do, then it ends up failing last minute. I'll say I'm not going. So I go at the spur of the moment. I like surprises. <laughs> but I, this I weekend, get that. I get that. 
But this weekend, I, I, I was like you. I just, I enjoyed the, the weather. I mean, it was very nice. Spent time with family and just relaxed. I enjoyed it. Those are, you know... <sighs> I feel I'm, I'm one of those people that tends to feel guilty if I have a day off and I'm not doing things like, uh, you know, like, like even if it's something like dishes something. or laundry or something, um, like I always feel guilty if I'm not doing something. And why is that? My, I don't, I don't know. I, because probably <laughs> past relationship trauma. <laughs> That's why. Um, but, you know, my, my partner was very much like, no, this is your day off do something that makes you happy. So until I went and got my hair cut, like I sat around and played some video games and, you know, I just, I didn't do anything. So that was nice. Oh, and I did feed friends. That's right. We had some friends over for lunch on Sunday. So. Well, you, you know, Freddie, I'm all for self-care days. If you They're have a necessary. day, you have a day off, you take it and you enjoy it. Because mm, you know what, we're so busy working Monday, well, seven days a week, pretty much. I mean, we're not working at outside of the home. We're working inside of the home, right. whether it's texting, typing on the computer, we're doing something. So we need right. that self-care day. So the, that laundry will be there the next day. <laughs> That's oh, my Lord, mindset. Yes, it will. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, until it starts piling up. Mm -hmm. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But How you was your weekend, Felicia? Uh, good, good. We did sex trivia. I loved how busy it was on uh, Saturday. But before sex trivia, because I like to punish myself and do all of my passions all in one day. Um, <laughs> um, I photographed a quince, uh, quinceanera. Um, uh, and then... Um, the people that I was uh, photographing for were nice enough to let me get ready at the venue. Um, but they didn't feed you. I can't say. I, maybe it was a tray for a tray. Maybe they didn't feed me because they were like, if you okay. want to get ready here. You know what? I'm just going to say this. If y'all hire a photographer, I don't care what kind of fucking thing it is, whether it's a quinceanera, whether it's a wedding, whatever it is, feed your photographer. And let them eat the real food, not some half-ass, stupid, like, sandwich that you wouldn't give your guests. I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> I'm just going to throw that out there because that is Should a I include that in my contracts mind. now? Should I say you will feed the Well, you shouldn't. And you shouldn't have to do that. I mean, <sighs> I was at an event, um, New, New Year's Eve weekend. I um, worked the registration desk. And dinner was included at the event. So security was standing around. Other people that were working was standing around. So the, one of the other registration ladies went back there and grabbed them a plate while they were standing out. I mean, why mm -hmm. shouldn't they be eating also like the rest of the crowd? So, Seriously. yes, feed and, your photographer. And, feed and, and feed I, your like, ancillary staff. Feed your people. Seriously. Because <laughs> yes. it's like, and I, and when I say like feed them the real food, like my, my ex was a photographer. She was a professional photographer and she would, um, she would do weddings fairly often and nine times out of 10, sometimes they would give the photographers what they were eating, but nine times out of 10, it would be some like fucking subway sandwich or some shit, like something that nobody else was eating, mm -hmm. but it's like, here, you can have this. And it's like, 
I will really? say this is my first time uh, probably not eating at an event that I photographed. Because, um, yeah, I've done a couple weddings and they usually say, oh, don't worry. You know, we'll, we don't need photos of this part or whatever. And they'll say, go sit down or whatever. Right. Um, and usually um, if the wedding planner is eating, then I kind of <laughs> be like, hey, what are you eating? Mm-hmm. Be like, I'm gonna make you know what? I think they forget about those people when they're, say, count, counting their numbers for plates and things like that. They forget about the photographer, the DJs, and those do. people that's going to be there serving also. But you right. know what? They're a part of the party. They shouldn't be forgotten about. Right. Absolutely. And I guarantee you, your photographer's going to do a much better job if you feed them. Hmm. You know, and not be so spacey. Right. <laughs> Low blood sugar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I got my nails done. Pretty. Ooh. Oh, you fixed yeah. the one that was broken. Good job. There were multiples that were broken. So mm. terrible, terrible. Yes, I feel a little bit myself now. I. The other thing that needs to happen is my hair. My hair is like pushing this wig off of my. <laughs> Oh Jesus! Uh, so, I know I yeah. have the same problem. Oh, because you use that growth stimulator. Yes, I did. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's, yeah, mm-hmm. 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 yeah. So <laughs> my my tip tonight, I don't have a good segue for it because it has nothing to do with anything. But um, I was uh, no, she didn't ask for my input. On I didn't ask Shannon. anybody. Uh, was, I was very hurt. Not to sure take any of my suggestions anyway, but whatever. Um, just rude. Um, so I had a conversation with somebody um, uh, at one point over the weekend, and that's what kind of triggered this this tip for tonight. And it's it, I'm talking a little bit about being an alternative parent, for lack of a better term. I'm like, I don't know what to call it. So alternative parent. It works. So we all being being a parent in general is tough. You have all these things that you're supposed to do to make sure your kids don't grow up to be serial killers and are productive members of society. Sometimes they're one and the same. Right. (laughs) You know, being a (laughs) bonus parent, i.e. a step parent or whatever, that can be even tougher because you want to do all the right things, but you don't necessarily want to overstep, especially if the other parents are still in the picture, but you still want to be seen as a parental figure. And, you know, kind of acknowledged as such. And then you add in other factors. So then you, you know, especially with like folks like in, in, in our line of work, right? So you add in things like drag, photography. burlesque, photography, being trans, being poly, being pansexual, being kinky, whatever other labels are in there that may might not fit within these sort of cisgender heteronormative monogamous like just the regular day-to-day stuff that everybody you know expects things to fit into mm-hmm. and you know then things get even more interesting so the other day i actually had uh, a friend ask me about how to talk to her kiddo about she and her husband having an open marriage yeah. which this isn't a new thing. They've been open. Mm-hmm. Um, 
they haven't had um, like relationships outside their their marriage for a while just because of different circumstances. And it's just, you know, just thanks. COVID. Right. It just hasn't happened for a while, which Lord knows, do I understand that shit? So, you know, she currently has another play partner and things are going well and it looks like there's potential for it to go somewhere, which means that there's a chance that, you know, they'll be at the house at some point. You know, she's already gone once or twice a week with like an overnight bag. So she figured like it's 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 time to have the talk. And her kid's not little by any means. You know, her kid's mm. in their teens and, you know, so it's like it's not like you're trying to have this conversation with an eight year old. Right. Mm-hmm. So. She's like, how do you how do you have that talk? Because she's never talked to their kid about this. And, you know, when how and when is it a good time to talk about things like, you know, doing drag, being a burlesque performer, which is essentially a stripper, you know, being trans or being open or being poly. Like, when do you talk to them about this and how? And oh my God, like all the things, what do you do? And mm. So <laughs> my kids were little when I started drag, like three and five or six. Um, so, I mean, they often looked at me very confused when, yeah. you know, you cover your brows and now you look like you got like, um, but they grew up with it. So um, it's not a it big was, deal. Yeah. So. Now, when I do it, it's not a, I mean, of course, after 15 years, of course, they've gotten used to it. But even <laughs> Lily is, um, I think she's used to it. She doesn't ask what's happening. She just says, oh, okay. You put makeup on. Mm-hmm. It's like, whatever. Um, our My partner says that our, our youngest today said in the car, you know, mom, it's so cool that at our house, it's just like, I'm going to a drag show or a burlesque show. Like it's nothing because other houses don't and they don't. And, you know, obviously how and when you talk to kids about things, I mean, it's going to vary from person to person, family to family, whatever. But Mm -hmm. in general, my advice would be if you don't make it a big deal, it's not a big deal. And that's the thing is that if is if you don't make it a thing, then it's not a thing. Um, like I don't think it was any big deal when I'm not even sure how my partner told the kids about me doing drag or whatever. Like I don't, but I don't obviously I don't really care. I don't, I don't give a shit. Um, I feel like she's very frank and very honest up front. We, There's no like right, sugar. and I mean we are like, that's one of the things is that we're very open with, with Mm -hmm. the kids. Like, so part of like not making a big deal out of it is just sort of normalizing things. So like, if you're say, you know, you, you're poly or you're in an open marriage or open relationship or whatever. And you know, you're trying to explain it to your kids and it can be something as simple as, you know, you know how you, you love multiple people in your family. You know, you love your mom, your parents, your dad, your aunts, your uncles, your cousins, your brothers, your sisters, your siblings, you love all of those people. Mm-hmm. You can't, you know, it's not like, well, if you love one of them, you can't love another one. And. Oh, so I forgot you, you were can... stalking before. Correct. That's right. Um, so like you can, 
you, you know, you can use that as an example. It's like, so basically that's what it means for us. Like if we were, if I think if we had to explain, I think it would be something similar to this. We don't have to, because the kids already know, but it would be like, that's kind of what it means to be poly for us. You know, we're able to love more than just each other. Cause there's love is not finite. It's not, if you love this person, you're, you can't love this person over here. You know, mm -hmm. it's like you love is love is finite, whether it's a platonic love, a family type of love, whatever. It, it's not it's not finite. Um, so, you know, just and it doesn't have to be like a big, OK, we're going to have this big, long talk and we're going to explain. It doesn't have to be a big deal. Oh, that's um, creepy. And like, uh, did trying to like talks like that? Mine? Yeah. You must be kidding. My dad didn't, there was no talk about anything. There was no talk about sex. There was no talk about anything. Like there was no nothing, which I'm surprisingly, I turned out okay for the most part. <laughs> Depends on the day and who you're asking. Because like, well, as far as that goes, mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. you know, if you're talking to your kids about being, you know, bisexual or pansexual or, you know, whatever, it's like it, if they you know if they're if they know that you're poly or whatever and they know that mom has like another girlfriend you can be like okay well i also have a boyfriend and a girlfriend it's like it's it's like it's not it's not that big a deal mm -hmm. if you love you have the potential to love everybody that's totally okay um you know, if if you're talking about like questions that are coming from the kids about being trans or the trans experience and things like that, there are ways to answer without being too detailed. And they'll ask if they need more information and more information. So <laughs> mm. this is funny. OK, so, you know, for the onesie party, right, I was running around in a onesie. And before the show started, I had to run back in because I had to pee and I run back in. And one of the kids is sitting in the dining room, which is right inside the sliding glass door. And he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I have to pee. He's like, just pee in the yard. I'm like, if I did that, I would have to take this whole thing off. He said, that's not how it works. I said, no, that is how it works as I'm like walking in the back. And he's like, no, it's not because he argues about everything. Meanwhile, uh -huh. The one of the other kids, the oldest boy, is sitting in the living room with my partner, and I I go in the I go in the back and, and you know I do my thing and I come back. and he kind of sitting there. I guess he has this look on his face and he's like, "So does he not pee like me?" And my partner's mm. like, "No, he doesn't." So he took a second. Does he pee like you? My partner's like, yes. Huh. The more you know. And that was it. So, like, it was like, it's not a big deal, but all of a sudden, because. Uh, I got news for you. Yeah, I pee his, like you too. His brother, for some reason, has it in his head <laughs> that I'm trans because I wanted to pee standing up, which apparently he seems oh. to think that. As soon as you're trans, things just boop appear. Oh, wait, how that works. In some ways, that would be very convenient if that was how that worked, because, oh, my God, like that would make my life so much easier uh, in a lot of ways. But that's not how it works. So. <laughs> so. Like, 
Right. See, that's literally why I became trans. So I could pee standing up. Dude, that's not how that works. But so like there's there's ways to have this conversation. And if he had needed more information, like they know that they can ask if there's something like mm -hmm. if he you could see in his head, he's like the wheels turning and he is like, OK, I get it. I get it. Um, so, you know, there was a not quite so awkward conversation about things like transgender genitals that could have gone completely sideways, but it didn't. Um, but how do we get you know, the Republicans it, to understand? Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's super easy. It's really not that complicated. Just this is the way it is. Maybe like, it that's why they're mad because they don't want to share the bathroom with you because they think you're going to pee standing up next to them. Right. Like, and it's like, and 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 the thing is, and that they 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 know that they can ask whether it's about that or whether it's about anything else. They know that they can ask. Like, you know, it, when it comes to being kinky, I will say that might need to be a conversation for a later date. I have a feeling that as they get older, the kids will probably. I mean, they they saw me leave for Wax a Bear and come back from Wax a Bear dressed in leather but also i'm an entertainer so they probably didn't think like i could probably leave the house dressed. it i they they don't think twice now when i leave the house dressed as anything because they don't know what the fuck it's whatever it's you know but at some point either they're gonna show up at the house when they're not supposed to be here and we'll be ready to go to like a fetish event or something and we'll be dressed like we're ready to go to like a fetish or a kink event or something. And then that'll be, I'm sure that'll be a discussion at some point, but mm -hmm. you know, it, it, at some point I'm sure there will be some sort of a conversation we'll have to, but we are very open with the kids about sex, about being poly, about both of us being pan, about being trans, you know, that not, not everything needs to be a thing. And if you start talking to your kids early, if you start educating them early, they'll be well prepared as they go into being young adults and into adulthood. You know, they'll I, I I'm waiting for and I've said this like when, you know, our youngest is in sex ed at some point and the teacher is going to say something that's going to be wrong or incorrect or will be some sort of misinformation and she's going to go actually that's not right and then we're going to get a call that she's being argumentative in sex ed and the response is not going to be what the teacher's expecting because we're going to be like well was she right because if she was right then what's the problem that she was arguing well i'm sorry if you're giving out misinformation like but it, we already have people that fail Right, middle school right. sex, school sex, sex ed, trivia. right. So, so you know, we're 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 hoping that you know, yes, the kids get annoyed when we talk about things sometimes. They're like, "Oh my god, we know," but uh, also, that's also, we're hoping that this will at least set them up to be like successful and smart in adulthood, and you know, be the good people and be knowledgeable about things and you know mm -hmm. not think it's a big deal if a friend comes <laughs> out as trans or you know whatever and and that's 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 our goal that's our goal really so but i mean i feel I like would say, um only because i'm around teenagers i feel like um 
it's less of like a oh my gosh now because now it's just it, it just happens and people are like yeah i'm trans and then like the whole group is you know like oh yeah and then using proper pronouns name correction uh like going for it like uh, in fact the other day um i heard uh or overheard because i was i was supposed to be like going somewhere else but i overheard a conversation that um someone was picking their name and um and i was like but you know you're not supposed to be like listening because you know like the adult in don't be nosy (laughs) but i i was so like to have that moment that you can be yourself and like your Mm -hmm. friend is helping you pick your name and like oh, when I was a kid, that would it's never it's only happen. a big deal if you make it a big deal. Mm-hmm. You know, Brady, so like, it's like I like that you're being you're honest with your children. I think it's important. Like, there's no reason to like, I guess, sugarcoat things or like it, it. There's there's no reason for it, you know. And like we, you know, the kids are all teenagers now and everything, but. You know, their mom, even before I came along, their mom was was open and honest with them about things. Because if you hide something, for me, that that says that it's something that should be hidden. It's something that uh-huh. is, you know, shameful. And I don't I don't think that's the case, whether you're talking about sex or whether you're talking about, you know, whatever. Like sex is a thing everybody's going to have sex at some point. Like it's just a thing and what it is. And it's like, if you talk about it and normalize it, then you end up with kids that understand things like consent. And they understand that, you know, they understand being able to put up boundaries and they understand that just Mm -hmm. because the person that you're sleeping with says they're on birth control doesn't mean you shouldn't use a condom. Like they understand these things because you've just, you know, it's, it's, it's normal. It's like, okay, well, these are the things that happen. If, you know, if you get in a situation, you know, we'll let us know, you know, we'll, we'll pick you up from the party. If you find yourself in a really shitty situation, you know, mm. well, if you think something's going to happen, if you need condoms, we'll give you condoms. Like it, there's, I, I would rather that they feel comfortable asking and asking questions than not and hiding and then ending up in some sort of trouble, whether that's getting somebody pregnant, being pregnant, getting an STI, whatever it is. It's like, there's no, there's no Mm -hmm. reason to not be honest with kids, especially now. Like Mm -hmm. it's, things are so different than when, from when we were kids, Jesus Christ, like, yeah. I don't even want to think yeah. about the sex ed, you know, that you get on the playground back in, you know, 30 something years <laughs> that's, ago. That's still happening. But. Oh, uh, it, I know. Trust me. That's why I'm like. And now all their information comes from TikTok. So it's like. Oh. I mean, yeah, all the I think that it sets them up for failure when you're not open and honest with them and let Absolutely. them know what's going on in your household, because there's going to come a time when someone else in another household that's different is going to say something to them that's going to really shock them. That right. happened to um, a good friend of mine. I, he's my my godson. 
And he told me that he's like, Auntie, I didn't know for years that this person, he said, I didn't know she was a girl. I always thought she was a man. And um, for him to just come and talk to me about that, there was something going on with him. So, um, I mean, I just listened to him. I mean, I didn't want to overstep my boundaries. Right. So I just listened listen to him and let him explain to me what he was talking about. But we need to make sure that our children, if our household is maybe not the norm as people see it, we need to make sure that our children know it is our norm right? and mm. explain what's going on in our household. My household is set up this way, is done this way. I don't know what happens at Susie's house, but this is the way Kathy's house is ran. And this is who <laughs> we are as a family. Okay. Right. We have to, we have to do that with our children. I, I'm glad you brought this up because I I've had uh, witnessed something today. So I, I, I'm glad you brought that tip up today. It's, it's, I think it's just, it's, it's about normalizing things because just because something isn't done somewhere else doesn't mean that it's wrong or bad. It just means it's different. Correct. So, you know, and I think that's the that's important. Speaking of wrong and different, though, uh, uh, do we have to? Oh my God. Uh, in the news, uh, George Santos is at it again. We're going to talk about George Santos a lot tonight. So uh, let's just buckle up real quick. Um, so now he's being accused of taking three thousand dollars from a GoFundMe for a sick dog. Mm. Uh, he promised uh, to raise funds to care for a homeless vet's pit bull and set up a GoFundMe account. After raising over $3,000, the vet never got the money. Wow. Um, as a side note, um, they knew Santos under a different name. <laughs> Is this the real name? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, this is his name. This was the name he was using. Anthony DeVolder. And um, I... <sighs> and his ex-roommate was uh, kind of the one that was like, mm, he's not really Jewish and he used a Jewish name. And so, like... <laughs> Um, something's not right here. <laughs> he just, he's, oh my god! And we're there's going to be more on. I, mm. Um, in other news, just sort of a you know the the world's oldest person, uh, Sister Andre. She was a French nun. Uh, died uh, today. Um, she was 118 years old. If you can believe that shit. She has 118. Seen life i'm just trying to make it like to 45 without my knees giving out on me like God, mm. i can't even imagine tells me she did i i have a feeling that she had those aches and pains but i think she just lived past them but um that is a very fulfilling life it looks like yes very much yeah um but not fulfilling is um, 
the people in Rio Verde, uh, an Arizona s- suburb outside of Scottsdale, um, had its water shut off um, by a neighboring supplier. The fuck? City of Scottsdale turned off their water <laughs> because they're trying to reserve water. I'm. I can't. <laughs> um. In make it make uh, sense. in. I don't. I. Oh my god. In politics, uh, Trump is now criticizing evangelicals for not endorsing his 2024 presidential run, uh, calling them disloyal. Uh, after some evangelical leaders have said that Trump is hurting us, not helping us, because they finally clued in that he's a real piece of shit, and any like that. They need to not be associated with him. They're bad enough on their own. They don't need him making them worse. <laughs> they were like, we were trying to do our thing, but when you came in, you kind of like killed the vibe. And so we need to go back to doing like the overly hype thing right. that we were doing in the first yeah. place, but not have you in it. He said he was just doing too much. <laughs> <laughs> they said they said you're doing way more than we were. And so we need you to back up a little bit and we're going to go on and do our own thing now. So peace out. Um, <laughs> I couldn't believe this when you put this in here. Mm-hmm. Um, so George is back. George Santos. Good old George <laughs> Santos. Um, he has been given space um, on the space <laughs> um, on the science space and technology committee. And the Small Business Committee. How is this making sense? We lied on a resume and we're on the Small Business Committee. We stole money. So we're going to help manage the money for the space and technology systems. I cannot. The the Republicans are making me crazy at this point. I don't even know. Um, In North Dakota... I don't, man, I, I'm like, what, what the hell? Like they know and they're, they flat out say, they're like, yeah, we're not super thrilled with him, but we're going to go ahead. You know, he is, you know, he is here. So we're going to go ahead and let him have that. I'm like, okay, do you just, y'all just keep digging your own grave. You just write on, here's the shovel. You just keep your, whatever. Well, it's them making excuses for him just like they did for Trump. Remember? Right, yeah. right. And this, the, the mm. thing is, is that there's even more proof here than there is for Like, there's literal, like, I, I don't even understand. I can't right now. I'm just. People coming I, out of the just, woodwork quicker than he can turn those. It blows uh, my mind. I don't even get it. Um, a North Dakota ban on sexually explicit books would mean up to 30 days in jail for librarians who ignore the ban. Uh, sexually explicit in this case basically means books that talk about sexual or gender identity. Like books we read for a drag story hour. Right. Clink, clink. Lock me up. I can't even. I don't even. Is this 1984? Yes. Is this Fahrenheit 451? Yes. So so. you're saying you could get arrested for having those types of books? Yes. In North Dakota. Get arrested in North Dakota. And if you are a librarian and you decide that you want to keep carrying those books in your library you can get up to 30 days in jail for that as well i mean that's not bad 30 days in jail for three meals Hmm. Hmm. 
Yeah, because food prices are going up pretty high. This is, I mean, this is true. I mean, you think about the price of eggs, Jesus. I may be going to the yeah. library tomorrow. <laughs> right? This is going to be coloring potatoes. Right? I have this book. I'm this turning myself in. The fans will say, we heard you on Let's Have a Fifi. Right. <laughs> Save money on groceries. Go spend 30 days in jail in North Dakota. You're welcome. Uh, more than 100 anti-LGBTQ bills uh, have been filed in 22 states so far in 2023. It is January 18th. I'd like to remind everybody of that. Which means they were working on this before January even about started. Two weeks. We're about two weeks currently. Barely three um, weeks into the new year. 36 of those are from Texas and 26 are from Missouri. I want to point out that those are all wonderful drag states. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, and in Arkansas, um, oh, I was waiting for this one. <laughs> Sarah Huckabee Sanders has banned the term Latinx from being used in government. When? You must say Latino day. or Hispanic. You cannot say Latinx because let's talk about the real issues. Yeah. On her first day. Good thing first. she's handling the important shit. I cannot. Yes. Yes. Um, and better news. Uh, Columbia University names... Uh, I don't know why I put this in here. I can't say the names. Nimat uh, Shafiq. Oh, wonderful. That's great. Yeah. Um, as president, and she will be the first woman president to lead the university. Hey, so, that's kind of cool. Way to go, Columbia. I, I wanted to, Columbia? I didn't get to do more research, but I wanted to see who the presidents, past and present, were uh, for like Harvard and Yale and all of those to see if this is a thing like probably because you know we don't like educated women oh because if you're educated and you're a woman then you start to have things like opinions yeah. we don't want opinions. <laughs> oh my gosh but yes Speaking about that opinions. Is the... uh yeah let's move on to our special guest uh, actor, entertainer, and host of Desert Wood Days, Kathy Blaze Jefferson. Yay. Hello. Hello there. <laughs> yes, it's your turn. Um, okay. Yes. So tell us about yourself and how did you get to where you are today? Ooh, because I was a bad girl. No. <laughs> well, um, I uh, I initially started off. I'm a first off. I'm a native of Arizona. I initially started off as a plus size model, and um, I was signed with an agent here in Arizona. I'm not naming any names, but I never got any work. And it wasn't because of the agents. It was because Arizona isn't a market for plus size modeling. We just mm. don't have a market for it here. So, I, I would think you you would probably have two things working against you here. The fact that you were a plus size model and the fact that you were a person of color. 
Because Arizona. <laughs> yes, we're not going to speak on that, but yes, you're right. Mm. <laughs> so I I spent a lot of time having to go outside of Arizona to work. I, mm. I spent a lot of time going to California um, working. I um, had a couple of designers that I worked with regularly, and I'm thankful for them that they entrusted me to represent their brands. So they are two that really got me started doing what I'm doing today. And one of them is, I don't know if you've heard of his name, is it's called Norel Apparel. Oh, yes. Okay, Laron. Um, yeah. Ron, Dwayne, whatever name he's using right now. <laughs> but it's Norel Apparel. Um, one is called Treasure Utopia. They do African prints. And both of them, they do very nice work. So, but they entrusted me to um, be a part of their team and showcase their products. So I'm very thankful to them. But that that wasn't enough for me. I, you know, I got tired, burnt up going to California, traveling outside of my home where there should be plenty of work. Um, also being a mother and having to leave my child with my mom or whomever was watching her while I was traveling, I got really burnt out on that. Then from that point with my agency, I um, entered into this competition um, in California. Um, and there was say, there was about 50 countries there at this event. It was the World um, Championship of Arts. And I did, I entered in this competition for modeling and acting. And I was thinking, oh, what in the hell? Why did I let these people talk me into getting into this thing? And I had nerve to even get into the um, bathing suit competition. At that time in my life, I wasn't really secure in myself, really mm -hmm. confident in my body and who I was as a person. And that stemmed from childhood. So I still wasn't confident at that time. So here I am in this line getting ready to go on this stage in front of all these people to perform in a bathing suit. Mm -hmm. My heartbeat is just pumping really fast and I'm thinking, oh Lord, let me turn around. But I couldn't turn around because there was this line of people behind me. So I say, you know what? This is what I've been training to do. So I got my little happy butt up on that stage. I did my walk, got my, my accolades from there. And at that moment, I say, that is when Kathy Blaze was made. That is exactly mm. when Kathy Blaze was made. At that point on, there wasn't anything that could hold me back. There wasn't anything that anyone could say about my body, my skin tone, anything that could take me back to that person that I was before getting on that stage at that, at that event. So one awards for modeling and acting at that event came back to Arizona, all excited. Ooh, I won awards mm -hmm. thinking that's going to help me get gigs here in Arizona. Ooh, I know <laughs> <that> <laughs> <feeling>. <laughs> <laughs> you knew where I was going with that, huh, Freddie? <laughs> So, you know what, <laughs> at that point, I said, you know what, 
I had to do something for myself. And one thing that came to my mind is what my grandmother told me. If it's not there for you, you create it yourself. Mm-hmm. And that was what I did. I created a plus size modeling company called Blazing Curves because I wanted to work here. So I started creating plus size fashion events, which gave other models a platform to model on as well. But before that happened, it was about me. I, I, I always say that it was for selfish reasons. I started that because I wanted to model. I wanted to act. So I, but sometimes I, I, you have to do that. Like that's, you know, like there, it, I mean, I'm, I'm of the opinion that separate is not always equal, mm-hmm. but sometimes you have to pull the chair up to the table yourself. To, you right. Know. So I, right. I get that. I get that. Right. But that was my reasoning for doing that. The first show we had, we, it was a comedy. I collaborated with a, a friend of mine. It was a comedy fashion show. Her brother is a comedian. So we brought comedy and we brought fashion in together. That's where, um, that's initially where I met Laron Neral Apparel because he had his designs in there and my okay. show. So um, at that point, I was still working with, working with photographers, putting out content on social media and um, people would see my work and they weren't used to seeing plus size models posing in bathing suits or posing, I mean, just some of the things I was doing. So I would get people messaging me going, how can I do what you do? Um, I mean, I would get husbands messaging me going, where'd you get your clothes from? Can you help my wife with styling and different things like that? Or parents messaging me saying my child is being bullied in school because of their weight. Can you um, maybe talk with them or, um, I love what I see you're doing out here in our community. And I'm sitting there thinking, are they talking to me? Mm-hmm. I'm like, they're talking to me? Well, because I still didn't see what I was doing at that point. That mm-hmm. people were watching and seeing that I was making a change in our community here in Arizona. But I still, at that point, wasn't seeing it. But at that point, I started doing more shows and inviting others, models to work with me on the shows. And at that point, that's when I realized, you know, this thing is bigger than Kathy Blaze. God had a bigger plan. It was for me to help these other individuals that were maybe experiencing some of the things that I had experienced in my childhood, in my life that had me go through all these insecurities in my life that I went through. So that's when I created Blazing Curves, which gave models, actors a platform to be able to showcase their talent. And sometimes they may have walked once in a show and that was what they needed. It wasn't about fashion. It was about something that they personally needed. Mm-hmm. I had I would have some a 40 year old woman's mother come up to me and thank me and say, thank you for, for what you did to my daughter, for my daughter. Mm-hmm. Okay. So at that point, that's what I realized that, you know, we do things, you know, people see, you know, this is what she does. She's a model or she's an actress, but we all have our own journey. Mm-hmm. And I'm still living it. And, and after doing the fashion shows, you know, then you have all the, uh, the haters, as they call it, 
going, oh, you guys are um, promoting obesity, um, promoting big, you know, they started hating on the big girls. Or the, oh, let me also add that I also incorporated large guys in my events also. Oh, nice. So, yes, I called them my men of presence. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so um, that was some years ago. So the pronouns were different back then. So, um, where was I going with this? Y'all step in here with me because I, I lost train of thought here. Look, it's, it's late <laughs> so at night. After you know, creating old, old blazing curves, going backwards. <laughs> after creating blazing curves and and with the thing about obesity and stuff like that, it was about also living a healthy life because mm -hmm. diabetes and a lot of illnesses are in my family. And that those are things that I definitely want to stay away from. I don't want them knocking at my door or anything. So I then at that point started Blaze in um, my health and wellness expos. I started bringing in um, consultants that dealt with um, certain types of issues, whether it's for females that's going through issues with their, with their thyroid or someone that's a in the area of diabetes. So I started mm -hmm. having expos just to cover those areas. And, and that was to show that we, we are not promoting obesity. We're promoting loving yourself as you are today and getting to where you want to be in your life. Mm -hmm. So um, I can say that, you know what, you can be a size 16 today, but if you're not loving yourself, you're not going to get to where you want to be. If that's if your goal is to get to a 10, because if you don't love yourself, you're going to what are you going to do? You're going to sit there and not take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. Because if you're not loving yourself, a lot of time is depression. There's, I mean, there's something going on that's that have you thinking that way about yourself. So my thing is working with people on loving themselves as they are today. I don't care what you look like, how big you are, how small you are, but loving yourself today. So that's where, that's what Blazing Curves stands for. That is our mission. Mm -hmm. Then from Blazing Curves, so I have this whole brand, the, I call it the Blaze brand. Then I have Blaze Image Consulting. Because of the individuals asking me about clothing and styling. So my next goal was to hit our entrepreneurs because I worked with around so many entrepreneurs and I would see and hear people, women mostly saying, well, you know, they're going to have to accept me the way I am. No, they don't. They don't have to accept you have a business. You want someone to um um, collaborate with you, someone to um, purchase your brand, but they look at you and you don't fit the brand. They could go, they're going to move on. Mm -hmm. So that's what, where the image consulting was giving them a choice, give, helping them to see what their image means to others. Mm -hmm. Amplifying that beauty. Yes. Yes. So, all of the blaze is all about building up self-esteem, confidence, image, loving yourself, acceptance of yourself, who you are. That is what Blazing Curves all stands for. And then after that, then I have the acting, which is another side. That's okay. I say that's that's another side of Kathy because I love 
being able to be someone else, being able to uh, exude things that I'm feeling to the outside world, giving back to someone else that may need to see something different for the day. So that's why I'm so passionate about acting as well. How did you get into acting? I actually started acting when I was doing the modeling because the agent that I was with believed that a good a model a good model should also be an actress also or an actor also. So that I was also sense. studying both of them at the same time. Wow. Now you have been busy lately too because I have seen, but um, what are some things that you might have worked on? in the acting space? Um, you've met my producer, Mr. Georgia Bartz. Um, mm -hmm. I, I've done several films with him. I've also um, done casting for um, the producers also. Um, I, I've, I've worked a lot of areas in the back end, but there was a movie um, he did some years ago called Pizza Shop, the movie. I was a part of that. There was also, I have, I'm thinking, I think I have like five or six movies right now that's on Prime. I believe so. I think there's about five or six on Prime right now. One of them is Pizza Shop. One is called... Um, Ooh, ooh, ooh. It's about a production company called Little Books, Little Films. Um, this movie, okay, believe it or not, I I was pregnant in this movie, Carrying Twins, going to oh a God. Yes. <laughs> and and um, Big Daddy Kane was a part of this movie. I got to tell you this funny little scene. I had got there on set and I was walking back to, um, to dressing and I'm walking past this guy not knowing it was the big daddy came and mm -hmm. um, just said hi and kept going. And then he said, Oh, you dropped something. No, I had already got my, my, my fake tummy in. I was walking back and he said, oops, you dropped something. And I've been down. There's nothing. He was just playing a joke. Like as if I had uh, my water had bust or something. It was like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, I think I know that guy. <laughs> maybe that he maybe he was thinking he better know who I am. <laughs> that would have been me. I'm so bad with like faces and like putting faces to names and things. Like I would have been like, motherfucker, what the fuck is your problem? Right. Like, I'm your boss. Ooh, that's <laughs> that was a really that was a fun and interesting movie. I cannot think of the other guy that was in there. He used to be in one of those old shows years ago. Um was it Falcon's Crest or Falcon's something like that? Mm. Um, well, not Lorenz. Well, he was in that also. It was one of those, like those old, during a time where Dynasty was out, the old Dynasty. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to have to Google now. Let's see. Yes. You'll know uh, once you find, you'll know who I'm talking about. Lorenzo Lamas? Yes. He was there too. He was <laughs> in it. All. He was in it also. And um, let me see what else. I'm there was a movie, um, it's called Runners. That was a feature film that was filmed here in Arizona by a, um, a production company. Um, that's a, it, it's about these inner city kids that were um, 
this coach, Coach Green, was taken out of um, taking him out of the city, the inner city, away from drugs by getting him into track and field. I, I really love mm. that one. And in that role, I played this ex crackhead um, who had <laughs> lost a couple of her. I know a couple of her children to the streets. Um, and mm. someone said, Kathy, I have never seen you look horrible. I'm like, well, let me show you this picture. <laughs> <laughs> Every time someone say that to me, Fifi, I'll, I'll break that picture out. <laughs> but, uh, um, so Laura says, uh, I have prime. I will, I, I, I'm assuming I would love to see your work. Um, I will check them out. Okay. Check out the films. Yeah. Okay. And um, there's a few of them. There was, a, there, and all of these are indie films. So some, most of them you probably won't know, but um, they're out there. They're out there. Uh, I'm so, all about indie films. I, I usually enjoy indie films more than, than like mainstream films for the, you know, for the most part. Yeah. Yes. Well, you know what? We all have to start somewhere. I mean, and you got your foot going. Uh, so on top of acting, on top of modeling, you also host your own show. Yes. I Tell um, us host about a, that. Yes. I host a talk show called Desert Wood Days with Kathy Blaze. It's a um, talk show with a focus on entertainment. We um, focus on anyone that touches the entertainment field from filmmakers, from drag performers, from authors, actors, singers, musicians, filmmakers. We've interviewed um, well over probably 300 guests so far. We had the privilege and the honor of interviewing Miss Felicia here. And it has been such a pleasure because, you know, being a native of Arizona, I know how cliquish our state is. You know, mm. we have people over here on the east side, the west side, the north side, the south side. And a lot of times those hands don't know what each other's doing. Okay. Mm -hmm. And, and then a lot, most times they're not over here going to support that other hand, even though they're doing the same type of work. And you know what? We could help each other grow by supporting each other. But mm -hmm. for some reason, we don't do that. No, and with well, the because with it's my, seen as a competition instead of uh, a co-op or working together. Competition is good. I mean, you know what? I feel like it keeps me on my toes. I mm -hmm. mean, and and you know what? And and I don't find it as competition as being a bad thing, because you know what? You may be doing something that I've never even thought about doing a way that you, but I'm going to bring my own spin to it. Mm -hmm. But um, I don't find it being a bad thing. But I do feel like we should support each other more. I mean, if there's an e if there's an event going on over here, I mean, what if I know Felicia or Freddie has something going on? Why wouldn't I share your flyer, or why wouldn't I even go out and support you? Mm -hmm. But we, I think that's one of the biggest things that we're lacking here. But one of the things that I love about our show is we're giving Arizonans the opportunity to see who's out there because a lot of, I've had a lot of guests say, you know, this is my first time doing an interview or something like this. So that's getting them going. They have some 
footage. They have something to show. They've talked about what mm -hmm. they do out here or someone, a producer or someone, they may be a singer or songwriter, someone out there see what they're doing. So I love that we're given that opportunity for them to be showcased and showcase their talent. It gives us an um, idea of who's out here. I've met right. so many people I have never heard of before. So I love that we do this. Fantastic. I think that I, I absolutely think you're right is that there's not enough like cross support out there. Like it's, we'll support our own little bubble over here, mm -hmm. but if you don't fit in with this little like click, then we really don't care. Right. And if it doesn't right. benefit me, why am I going to support you? Right. And you know, this, uh, and, and it's not just one industry. It's like they're all that way. Whether it's in fashion, it's in film, music, it's all that way. You hear it from all the different um, industries. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, who has been, and don't say me because that's not true. Um, who has been like uh, the most memorable guest that you've had on your show? Oh, I hate when folks ask me that question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I asked. You know why? Be you know, because there's so many. Let me look, cover my little bra up over here. Let me be flashing on the on this. Let's have a fifi. That's not what that means, huh? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, they've seen worse. You know what? I, I, you, you, know, <laughs> you know what? I usually go back and look at them and see the ones that made me laugh the hardest. I mean, I'm like, but um, I have to say. One that I enjoyed was this little lady. Um, she's one of the golden grannies for the mm -hmm. um, Phoenix Mercury's and Phoenix Suns. And um, she she just was the sweetest little lady. And I don't she was she was going to show us one of her move. And all of a sudden I noticed she done jumped up off the couch and started shaking her behind on set. Oh, I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's fantastic but um we've to the point where we had a little eight-year-old sitting on the show i'm sitting there watching him he had his little leg crossed and he was talking like a 40-year-old man <laughs> like <laughs> and his brother was going to be interviewed next and um no actually the big brother was interviewed first and he was sitting out there watching. And he's like, he was saying things about his brother and his brother was just like covering his face up. And it's like, just everyone is so different. It's hard to say. I mean, I can pick out things. I mean, just like the little boy. Um, mm -hmm. I, there, I've had, I, for the first time when um, I had a singer come on and serenade me, so. I, I mean, there's been so many great guests on the show, so many that I've enjoyed, from one to um, a young lady that um, she's a singer, and her partner, her wife, was sitting in the audience, and she was talking about how long they've been married, and uh, that day she was on our show, it was their anniversary, oh, and, oh, she's, wow. and she started to cry when she was speaking about her wife, so... I mean, that was a very emotional moment right there. So it's been, I mean, just so many different guests from, I mean, 
from the one that was, we had a guest that was speaking about um, his father that was, um, um, I believe he was a, a was talking about the Holocaust. He's an author and he wrote books about his dad. And, and you know what? At first I was thinking, how was I going to get through that and with questions and things? But it wasn't just about that. It was about the love and the time that he shared with his dad. So those are the things that really got me to pull out more from him. I've had so we've had so many. There is so much talent here in Arizona that 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 is what i'm saying that i love that we're able to showcase so many people to the to the young guy that um he calls himself a vegan rapper you may think ah. a, vegan, a vegan rapper a vegan rapper that's interesting but when you listen to his music and you listen to him speak i mean it all makes sense mm to the young man that came on a show and he's um was he the singer? No, he's an he's an actor. And at first I was thinking, what is what, what is wrong? What is something I mean, is he shy or I mean, am I making him nervous or what? And then he started to tell me that when he gets nervous, and it used to happen to him when he was a kid, that he would start to stutter really bad. So, but he knew how, he knew how to pull it back. And he started to, he, 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 he removed it. He, I mean, he, he just fought it and he, he got rid of it during that interview. He, he said oh, wow. he wasn't nervous and he fought it back. So, I mean, it's just been so many amazing folks in there on our show. So it's really hard to, to really name one for, from our drag performers. Miss Felicia, Miss Mia. I enjoyed having both of them on there, not just because I'm here with Felicia, but I enjoyed having both of them on the show. It was such a pleasure for me. I don't know if you know who Miss Joyce Bailey is. Um, mm -hmm. Todd Bailey, do you know who Todd is? His mother, she came on and she sang for me also. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, it's been a pleasure to have so many talented folks here in our community. I mean, that's really doing a lot in our community. From uh, Mr. Lloyd Hopkins, who's, he has a nonprofit that he's, he works really hard to make sure that the school, the teachers have supplies in their rooms for their children. Mm. I mean, there is a lot that's going on. And you may say, well, it's an entertainment. And I was like to bring this up. Folks may say that, well, your show is an entertainment show. What does he have to do with entertainment? Well, that's a part of what he does in his life. He also manages entertainers. So that oh, is wow. how I originally know him is from managing entertainers. To our comedians, we've had lots of comedians on our show. Um, we've had um, media um, personnel from F people that do the the makeup, the FX makeup. Mm -hmm. Ooh, it's been a lot of people that's done some amazing thing in here in Arizona and things that we hear from from the um the the awards the gospel award show. I mean we have a, a mixture 
You know what? We're we're not one of those shows where you know we only have secular music or we only have this type of uh, entertainment. No, we bring it all together. We're about community. Okay, I love that. If you're mm -hmm. not about community and and if you're out there causing hell, can I say hell? Yeah, <laughs> you're yeah. Out there, <laughs> <laughs> you're out there causing hell in our community. We really don't want to entertain you on our show. <laughs> that's right. And, and that's that is perfectly fair. <laughs> I wouldn't want to either. <laughs> you know, a lot of times people forget, you know, people but you may forget that you hurt someone or you did something to someone, but once it gets out there in the community, the community doesn't forget. Mm. If right. you haven't made up for that or you haven't made amends or whatever, the community never forgets. You're right. You're right. Laura, that's... Mm, ain't that uh, <laughs> uh, Kathy, where can people find you on the social medias? Okay. Everything is under Kathy Blaze Jefferson. You can find, um, if you want to look at some of our previous shows of Desertwood Days, which airs Monday through Friday on local BTV. And you would have to download that streaming app from your Apple or Android phone. And you can, Love what's that. the, what's, is the app just BTV or what is local, the? Local, L-O-C-A-L-B-T-V. Okay. But all of my, um, Media is everything is up under Kathy Blaze Jefferson. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, TikTok, TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Love it. So make sure that you follow Kathy on all the social medias um, so you can keep up with all of the things that she's doing so you can keep up with uh with her show with um any other appearances she may be having um but definitely make sure that you go out there and follow her on all the socials thank you get that uh get that 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 uh that that uh, that, that that community going um, cause you never know when you're going to see somebody on her show or, you know, something that you're like, Oh, Hey, that would be a great person for me to know. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and if you want to reach out and just say, Hey, do that. Because I felt like I was rambling tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good news. That's all right. good news. Do you have That's any upcoming right. gigs? Okay you know, I'm, um, planning on hosting, um, they have the Worldwide Women's um, Film Festival coming in February, so I should be hosting their red carpet event on February 18th in Scottsdale. Oh, so I'll funny. be posting that on my page and on um, Instagram. Hmm. Wonderful. Uh, what gigs do we have coming up, Felicia? Um, let's see. Uh, this Saturday, um, Three Fates Review is at their new venue, new day, new time, new everything. Um, at the cash at 10 p.m. Um, I think there might be just a few tickets left. Uh, so if you're a fan of burlesque, um, go and get those tickets and come check it out. It should be a good time. There's all sorts of phenomenal performers, including myself. Um, Where is that located? Uh, the cash is on McDonald's. 
McDowell and like 16th Street ish. Oh, okay. It's like the Cash mm-hmm. Nightclub. I think it's like, yeah. It's, it's something like that. It's like McDowell and 16th Street. 16th oh, okay. Street. Yeah, thereabouts. <laughs> yeah. You can look for uh, Three Fates review on the in, on the on Facebook and stuff, and you can find tickets there. Um, I think I've I've shared the the link a few times, and a few other people have too. So go find it, get some tickets, come to a good show. Okay. Um, on the twenty second, um, I am at Magic celebrating Mia Inez Adams' birthday. Um, I got my ticket. I got my ticket already. All right. Uh, so we'll be there at 8 p.m. Make your reservations now. We're all about reservations, reservations, reservations. Um, and then on the 25th, um, we will be at Tempe Public Library um, at 6.30. So there will be no show next week. I did not. Oh, yeah, no Fifi next week, guys. No Fifi next week. Um, and the... Um, I had to like go digging through my email because I couldn't remember what this name was. Um, but um, the name of the event is Ask Smart People Smart Questions. And then like the subtitle is Drag Culture Then and Now. I have no idea what we're doing on this panel. Hmm. Me. <laughs> and who's putting, who's putting this on? Um, Equality Arizona is uh is putting this on um and um i think one of the reasons felicia and i uh got asked to do this is because i mean i've been around since forever now doing this um you know i'm going on almost 20 years as a drag performer performer the majority of those happening in phoenix um and all of it happening in arizona so i've been around since a while uh we've both been around for a while Mm -hmm. so um yes you know we are I think we're now oh. considered like old school at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, January 28th. Um, I am at Lady Christian's final show at the rock. Uh, it is currently sold out. So if you haven't gotten tickets, SOL, um, but it should still be a good time. Um, if you know me or my partner and we have like a couple of seats left at our table, um, if you want to come out, let us know. We'll see if we still have room. Um, but you can come sit with us. Depending on who you are. Depending on who you are. If we don't like you, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then on February 11th, um, sex trivia at Gracie's. Um, come out, come out, wherever you are. Uh, because we have been just educating people the house it's great it's a good time and i feel like people were so engaged this last time they were like yeah yeah except for the guy (sighs) we did not talk about the guy that argued that the simpsons has the longest lgbtq plus um character Character. on mainstream television so hmm he said the Simpsons. He said the Simpsons. He said it was the Simpsons because it Marge's sister has always been gay. And it's like, no, 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 no. You can't just, no, because nothing in the Simpsons was covered until much later about that. So no, you can't just, no, that's not how that works. You can't just be like, well, if she's gay now, then she was always gay. No. Well, 
No. Uh, oh, yeah. And then there was the guy who had the mommy kink. And I just, oh, God, there's always, always one. Always one. I thought he was uh, cute. He was cute until he got crazy. too drunk. He, uh, he was cute until he opened his mouth and just not. <laughs> um, we do have other guests um, um, in the dugout ready to come on board. We've got uh, Kevin Carrier, who's a comedian, Holly Shoemaker, a photographer and artist, and Desiree uh, De Mornay, who is the current Miss Phoenix Pride. Um, we have a bunch of people that, um, in, uh, in, in the wings as well uh, that we're still uh, talking to. But yeah. Yes, yes. Just keep your ears and eyes open. Um, for that. Um, thank you for joining us for your Wednesday night conversation. And a special thanks to um, Kathy Belays Jefferson for joining us tonight. Thank you yeah. for having me. <laughs> One day I will figure out how to put sound effects and we will have sound effects. And Freddie <laughs> will be so happy. Uh, when we first started the show, the system that we were using, Google Hangouts, had sound effects and then they got rid of all the sound effects and that was annoying yeah and then well when you get sound effects invite me back i want to hear the sound effects (laughs) (laughs) of course Uh, thank you all for watching live and all that watched on the replay um with more than 7k downloads um on the podcast we want to thank those that listen on the podcast as well um and we will see you not next week but the week after that. So it'll be February when we come back. Mm. Uh, Enjoy your week off next week. <laughs> unless you want to come down to Tempe Public Library. Yes. Um, so <clears throat> have a good week. Um, and we will see you next time. Good night. Good night. Good night. <laughs>